Hey, welcome to another episode of Film House. I'm joined by a bunch of people. How are you guys doing? I am person number one. I am expert panelist number two. We discussed the titles. I, Tanya. Nice. <laughs> well done. And mm-hmm. I am your host or whatever. And we're talking about a bunch of fun movie factoids. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. You get $30 off and some free shipping. But more on that later. First, let's talk about... Disney is probably going to buy a good majority of Fox, at least their TV and film division. Not going to own Fox, but uh, anyway, I read the news. They're going to buy a lot of assets and properties and stuff. Fox isn't selling off the propaganda machine. Here is a uh, news story. Uh, Disney and 21st Century Fox are closing in on a deal and come in as soon as next week, according to sources familiar with the matter. CNBC has been reporting that Disney has held talks with Rupert Murdoch, controlled media company, to acquire its studio and television production assets, leaving Fox with its uh, news and sports assets. So that means they can still air the Super Bowl or whatever they Mm -hmm. do, all that fun stuff. Fox is also talking with CNBC, parent company Comcast, but the talks with Disney have progressed more significantly. We heard a rumor Mm -hmm. about this, and it's a weird sort of industry shakeup. I know we usually try to talk about like singular movies or something like that, like try to focus on a film. This is more about our talks we had last week about one company owning everything, and it's starting to get a little more real. Yeah. A little scary. Yeah. Yeah. Just puts the impetus on you creators out there to make something new. Yeah. When's uh, the I next guess, Stanley going to come around? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, how can you compete, though? Right. I mean, we're going to get into it, but you got you got avatars hitting in every month, basically, when Disney... when. Di- <laughs> When Disney's putting a a mil, like billion dollar triple A movie in every single month, how do you how do you get do we get out anymore? Uh, I don't. I mean, I was looking at it. Uh, they I think they have about seventy movies coming out next year. This is uh, Disney uh, between their Marvel and uh, their animated and everything else. The, all the other studios they own. Yeah, there's about seventy movies that Disney is putting out next year, and so uh, they're saying that this deal. Uh, the enterprise value of the Fox assets in the Disney deal is seen to be above $60 billion. That's according to sources, whoever they are. Current Fox shareholders would get one share of the Fox company that remains after the movie and television assets are sold, plus shares of Disney in a fixed exchange ratio. It's all business talk, but uh, when this news came out, shares of 21st Century Fox rose 3.2%, while shares of Disney fell 2.1%, and shares of Comcast fell 1.2%. That's how the market goes makes sense like, i mean it's a 60, <coughs> 60 billion me, dollar how much did uh amazon buy whole foods for i don't remember seven billion eight billion so, okay, i have a question actually it may seem like a simple question it's okay i'm a simple person um, simple at least. but uh so does that mean that disney will now own like fox all fox sitcoms yeah, I, so, I mean, yes. if they're so, saying they're basically saying their entertainment division, so that would be the Simpsons. Yeah, they get the uh, Simpsons. That would be Avatar. Married with children. Yeah, yeah. married with children. They're wow. part of the Marvel it's, it's universe. That's so bizarre because to think of like they get a new hope. Again. How you know the Simpsons? You think of classic Simpsons and how much Fox, <clears throat> as the parent yeah. company, was such a narrative to so many jokes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also just Disney, like Universal Studios, having Simpsons on their lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's some uh, of the weird shakeup. They could cool. get Avatar, which is already in their park, good. Yeah. But then they'll get Simpsons, which is in a competing park. Yeah, well, like, that, that it already, gets really weird. That already happened with uh, Islands of Adventure, as you may remember, when they acquired Marvel, and there's still the Hulk ride and the Spider-Man oh, ride yeah. at Universal Studios, whereas Orlando, Florida, also has Disney World that's sitting right there. <laughs> uh, I'm not really worried about their parks division; they're doing just fine. 
Um, it's more about the <clears throat> the synchronicity of the company once they start to piecemeal acquire properties. Sure, I mean they're still making money off of that <clears throat> stuff because they're uh, they're licensing it out, but it's more about the entertainment side of it, and that's kind of more the interesting thing because we we talked a little bit about this with the Infinity War trailer uh, and how they were saying they renamed Infinity War Part Two because we're saying oh perhaps there was a deal struck between the uh, the creation process that they said oh we're we're gonna we may acquire an asset that's going to change the way this thing shakes out, and this might be it. Yeah. Do you think, though, that they haven't shot enough of Infinity War to put in that mm. much of it? Like, Yeah, something that I would be title-changing? Here's, here's the only thing. Marvel understands what works, and what DC was doing was not working, which is shoehorning things <clears throat> in just because you got them. Mm-hmm. So do we think that time... I could totally see Marvel now going... Great. Well, we know what our phase yeah. six is. Toss in Wolverine. You know, we, well, we, we, we know what our phase six <clears throat> is. So, like, we're going to finish this out, but now we don't have to worry about rebooting Captain America, or we don't even have to worry about Captain Marvel being in the 90s, because now we can do X-Men as well. Hmm. So, like, I feel like... I still feel like this is, like, laying stuff for much further down the line. I don't sure. know that they could do an X-Men right away. Well, oh, so a good example is uh, Civil War. The... Spider-Man. The acquiring of Spider-Man was still going on while the movie was being made. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, Spider-Man being in the movie was basically a pickup. Uh, yeah. That, that's why he goes yeah. and like, fights in a different room. I, mm-hmm. I and he's mostly CGI. I think you'll see the acquisition of a new term. There's a lot of jargon that's used on film sets and in the industry. Like, you know, extension cord is a stinger, that sort of thing. And you're going to see the term spacey going around a lot and that's when you just kind of have to reshoot and mm-hmm. do something for a movie really last yep. minute add it in there just at the end oh. uh, so we're going to see a lot of spaceying happening in yep. the Infinity War Space saga so, uh, you wait, heard it Disney, here first Disney's buying Kevin Spacey? <laughs> no nobody's buying Ooh, Kevin Spacey assets. anymore ass he's a bundle Adam. deal they're CGIing him out of movies now right? why yeah. can this human <laughs> being not walk He's a living mustache. Straight. I don't know. That's a robot. Uh, we're looking <laughs> at it. I've like wondered that about uh, bobbing from the we're side. Looking at, we're looking at Sarah well, they're Ken- just holding Kenny's it. channel. She went and got some footage of the back lot and put it up on YouTube for us all to watch. So it's I've been on the Fox back lot before. Brag about no it. It's an easy answer, but good good directing and good writing can work. Can make anything work. Um, and the hard the hard thing is in the execution. But I feel like people contrasted Batman v Superman and Civil War appropriately. Mm-hmm. And that Batman v Superman was very shoehorned in setting up Justice League. Um, Civil War was actually pretty elegant and natural in introducing Spider-Man. And both of them were fairly sectioned off from the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. So you had the scene with like uh, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom... What's Hiddleston. his name? Tom Hiddleston. I don't know why um, I'm saying Holland. they're... Holland. There we go. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying their actor names and other character names. Don't anyway, worry, it doesn't matter. They were talking in a bedroom, and then they briefly introduced him to the major fight, and then said, okay, you go over there and play with Falcon. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of it. And then the one, the one line between him and Captain America. But those lines were so good, and it was paced well enough that even though the first thing of, of the bedroom talk was a little disjointed, the he slipped into the action really well. He was a well, likable character. I'm, sure. I'm also going to lean into the fact that Spider-Man, despite being from different universes, had two origin stories within the last eleven years or whatever. By the time they introduced him in hey, Civil War, Fantastic Four. By the way, they were also some of the most successful Marvel movies up to that point. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that they were too concerned. I like, I like. If there's ever a character we can get away with, we can do that. And I also think Black Panther was kind of being screen tested <coughs> mm. in Civil War mm. for something. Like, I knew yeah. they wanted to do something bigger, but I, I, I don't know. Well, same I, directors, though, right? Russo's are on... 
uh, War. Yeah. yeah. So I I don't think they're I don't think on a on a microscopic level I don't think we have anything to worry about there they're throwing the Marvel canon off or being like a last minute groan worthy inclusion or anything oh, sure. like that. Oh sure. I guess this is my I'm thinking much like bigger and wider because sure. I I think yes everyone would have loved for the Marvel universe and all you know like. DC seems to have a leg up where they're like, oh, we own everything. We could do whatever we want. They're all in the same universe, and they're just royally fucking it up left and right, whereas Marvel has it scattered because of the, the deal they made to basically stay afloat. They sold off all their assets, and then Disney acquired them, and then they realized, oh, there's all these deals that were already in existence, and now they've been, they were like basically grandfathered in, so now they're kind of stuck dealing with it, and they're trying to work deals out here and there to do it. Um, and so, yeah, part of me was always like, man, it would have been great if Marvel just had it all. But now that it's Disney's becoming this bigger and bigger beast, it's becoming a little scary. Where it's like, should they own it all? I, I get yeah. that. I understand that. But just all these assets being divided between other corporate entities doesn't really like. It's not like it gives the little right, guy a chance. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Sure. Like, yeah, just yeah. if Fox, this multi-billion-dollar thing, had something, and now they're going to sell it to another multi-billion-dollar thing. It's not like the rights used to belong to the person who actually invented the characters right. well, or anything. I guess I'd rather. I guess I'd rather the Titans fight instead of all work together. Mm-hmm. Because once Disney gets, like, if they get, if they own everything, because this would give them. I think I read it gives them a majority stake in Hulu. Because they have 30 and Fox has 30. Yeah. If they buy it, they get 60%. Then they own controlling rights to a giant video streaming platform that Which, they can promote their own content on. And yeah. now that net neutrality is out the shitter, that's going to be a factor. And so it kind of makes more sense why they're pulling their stuff off of Netflix. Yeah, exactly. So it's, I mean, they already said they're announcing their own digital you know, streaming platform. But What concerns you know, me is one. what we talked about in another previous film house is the political sway that Disney has just because of their money and the jobs they can bring to a place. Once you start consolidating all that into one power instead of multiple smaller powers that are kind of fighting for dominance it can bulldoze out of the way so many things so when disney gets fox and and all fox's properties and all of fox's platforms under themselves too that's all again moving in the same direction you no longer have logan out there trying to do something different Mm -hmm. you have logan fitting into the marvel universe and disruption goes down because that's not good for business and then all that money gets funneled behind the scenes into politics to make sure that there's more land for Disney World. That uh, <laughs> you either work for Disney or you or you work kind for Walmart. Kind of a it. double-edged sword, right? Like you wouldn't get a uh, Deadpool movie mm. if it was at Disney, probably, right? Exactly. They probably wouldn't have taken a gamble on it. But also, Fox barely took a gamble on it, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, sure, maybe." <laughs> I don't know. They're like they they basically did it because they leaked a trailer and said, "Fine, here's thirty million dollars. Go make an indie movie," and then it made a billion dollars. Went, oh. Interesting, but now they're gonna, you know, I guess they would, uh, Disney would get Deadpool back too. So why well, not? I'm curious what this means for pr- projects that are already in the works. Obviously, Deadpool 2 is gonna come out, but like, sure. like Channing Tatum has been trying to make a Gambit movie for almost as long as Ryan Reynolds has been trying to make a Deadpool movie. So I wonder what this means for those things that are already kind of in line. He gets, he gets cast in a bit role in Infinity War 2. Kind of like, uh, well, I mean, or they I, just say, no, we want to go in a different direction. Well, right. Deadpool was bit in uh, X Men Origins. Now I'm thinking about it. Just speaking of screen tests, sure, uh, whatever. I, I don't know where I'm going with that. That wasn't but a screen but test. No, the, absolutely so the, wasn't. That Sorry. was that was the first thing of Ryan Reynolds going and knocking. Like, who owns this property? You do. All right, I want to do this thing. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, we're already doing this project. Maybe we can cram it in here somewhere. And then he's like, okay. And he's like, I have no control here. What are you doing? Why are you putting blades on him? Why are you sewing yeah. his mouth shut? You know. Um, Daniel Henney. So. God rest. He almost got there. I don't know. Who? What? We'll get him back someday. Daniel Henney? Yeah. What most attractive man. 
Go Google image search. Nah. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, well, I get, the thing, too, is we're doing the thing right now that I'm afraid everyone's doing. There, there's a much there's a bigger symptom going on, which is, like, the consolidization of all media into, you know... It's a monopoly. Gonna like, it's it yeah. it's going to become a monopoly. They're going to own everything, and that becomes a little scary. Um, but we're going to just sit, sit here and think about how cool it's going to be that Deadpool shows up in Infinity War 3. Well. You know, it's like... And we got skin in the game. We got a we have a live streaming website of our own, so if Disney's throwing their weight behind Hulu, mm-hmm. competing with us directly, that sucks. Uh, Do you see us as competitors against Disney? I never thought of. I that. mean, it's more like it's, what do people choose to spend their eyeball time on on the internet? Right. So not a, not direct competition, sure, but you know, how, however we advertise, however we try to acquire new viewers, Disney mm-hmm. can just stomp on that or wherever they, it is they, they can, can just, just throw it. money at it they go hey you look good yum yeah. or at some point the bubble bursts or you see some type of backlash where yeah. it's just it's not cool to be sort of uh you know wooed in by this this giant conglomerate that's like we're eating up everything it's just kind of like well people just might start to distance themselves or think like i'm looking what's the alternative what's the alternative here because that that does happen you know a, mm. a lot of historically with with media where people are like i'm just kind of burnt out on this and i'm looking for that like underdog or grassroots project that it feels more relatable that feels less like it's covered in veneer mm-hmm. um well, like an itanya there's like an assumption of like creative <laughs> assets it's like well you can always just come up with new superheroes yeah but it's you know it's not always that easy and like you said the big concern Cyborg. is is there's no room for anyone to see your movie if ever, if there's only 12 months a year, 52 weeks, yeah. and there's and then Disney there's 125 ha- characters now that Disney owns that they can yeah. give a movie each and themselves. They, and, and they, they force the theaters into theater. contracts to show their films. Yeah, yeah. like there there's not a screen for your movie anymore. Yeah, that right. can happen, and we're well, pretty close. We to We saw it. It with the Last Jedi, yeah. where they're saying like. We're demanding that our film stays in for this amount of time, mm-hmm. and, and if you break it, like we get a bigger cut of your your returns and it, everything. It's getting a little crazy, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, if they own the streaming platform, they own the theaters, and they own the content. Then it's like, they own everything we're watching. You can choose not to watch. I yeah. think. Um, Stay at home. The, the company Disney acquiring the studio assets doesn't really bother me as much as the television production assets. The studio assets, I'm like, Fox seemed like it was mismanaging a lot of those properties. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I don't really mind that. Mm-hmm. It's the the television production that kind of feels a little a little worrisome, especially if that leaves Fox more time to focus on its news, mm-hmm. which well, Fox thing, shouldn't yeah. be focusing on that news. It will. <laughs> it will give Fox a shitload of money. And let them wash their hands of anything that isn't their news empire. So Fox News will get an inflush of cash. Mm-hmm. And that, whatever your political leaning is, personally, I think is kind of a pile of shit. So I don't want to see it get bigger, but it will because yeah. it, it gets eyeballs. So I mean, they, they saw that a lot of news outlets were left-leaning, and they said, what if we make one for the right? And they're like, all right, corner it. Smart. I mean, you got Sean Hannity going crazy, but that's a whole other story. Well, it's more like... Uh, I don't I don't know the history of it, but from my perception, it's basically Rush Limbaugh was blowing up because oh, yeah. he was an asshole, and then Rupert Murdoch was like, "Wait, we could like turn that into an entire machine," and he did. Um, everyone else was uh, a little too ethical for it, but anyway, that's your that's your news story. Uh, we're gonna find out more next week. Just wanted to always make our listeners and viewers aware of the ever changing landscape that is Hollywood and how uh, you soon will bow to the mouse. Uh, so let's talk about some movies coming out this weekend. I, Tanya, 
Uh, Shape of Water and Disaster Artist. What are you... Wait, Disaster Artist already came out? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, it's out now. Like, I got tickets I think, for Shape of Water. With Q&A. Nice. Guillermo. Oh, so... Is, how do you say Guillermo? Guillermo. Guillermo. If, Guillermo. if I had There's one... There's an L in there, though. Guillermo. Yeah. So if I had one choice yeah. this week just between Fish Sex, uh, the Tanya Harding story, or oh. the story about the making of the room, what would you suggest someone go see? That's oh, I haven't seen two out of uh, three. I know. Yeah, I've heard the best things about Shape of Water. Ooh. I've read some reviews that are are glowing. It has graphic nudity. I can't oh. emphasize this enough. <laughs> no, you you watch the trailer. It says warning: graphic nudity. You watch the trailer for Fifty Shades of Grey. It just says strong sexual content. What is graphic nudity? I have to know the review, what it is. The reviews imply they go all the way. But that doesn't. That's not graphic nudity. All graphic nudity way. is like a telescopic camera. All of these movies. <laughs> oh, I see. Just a real shot. Getting what fantastic reviews. James and I saw Disaster Artist last week, and mm-hmm. it was so funny. It's yeah, probably it's maybe the, yeah, one think, of the funniest movies opening, this year. I think he's opening worldwide. Wide, or, yeah, I think it was just uh, for us. Um, wide graphic nudity. What is but it? you know, I think Shape of Water is going to be a classic. It's going to establish Academy itself Award. as a classic. Um, Oscar nominated film. I think they they'll all get some touch of Oscar. Mm-hmm. I Tanya, I was I saw really cute pictures of. Uh, Tanya Harding joining Robert Margot Robbie at the premiere oh. red carpet and she was like super excited to be there yeah. and then she like took a bat to Margot Robbie's uh, knee yeah. you try to steal my movie you try to steal my skate uh, yeah I feel, well Shape of Water I think is going to be like one of those like fantastical beautiful movies Guillermo del Toro does like probably like it's going to be akin to like Pan's Labyrinth like a dark a fairy film. tale yeah it's, it's art it's it, a picture it's the most art you can get but I think he, he good date movie I bet Probably, maybe, if we want to see fish sex. I think it's going to be tragic ending. If um, nudity. I want to see that fish spread its uh, ovipositor wide open. The, it's a return to Guillermo's form. The funny thing is the other two movies, Itania and Disaster Artist, they don't require that you have some sort of foreknowledge of the uh, the events that happened before it, but they are based on real events. So, like, Disaster Artist is based on the making of the film The Room, which, I guess you haven't seen The Room, which you guys did not, right? No, we've never actually seen it. I've I mean, seen you clips. See, it's on YouTube. People mm, have disseminated yeah. it and everything, right. but... We didn't. You didn't really need to. Oh, I don't okay. think there was a single. There was a couple times where people were laughing just because they show a shot of the cast, mm-hmm. and people were just laughing because it's like, "There's that guy who was that guy in the movie, played by a different guy." It wasn't a joke. None of the jokes surround the actual movie. Okay. And so. Um, on its own. I'm surprised you guys haven't seen the room. And I guess the, it's like too built up at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess similar to like. Uh, the O.J. murders yeah. by Tanya is like it is a piece of cultural history that happened in the yeah. the early '90s. That was just, lampooned a lot at mm-hmm. the time. It it was it was a lot of things. It was something I remember growing up and seeing and not fully understanding the story, much like the O.J. case. Seems and pretty it, simple. I so the oh, o- I mean yeah, simple, but it just it kept ballooning. And it was like funny you bring that up because uh, I thought I lived through O.J. And I thought I understood it. I totally didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, so watching, this. The, watching the TV show was really fascinating. Well, this is it. a big thing about it is you know the event. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. led to that? No, nothing ever focuses on what led to that. Yeah. Right. What kind of and person goes, oh, I really want to win a medal, so I'm going to s- pay someone to smash their well, knees or whatever. And also, even now, they still give conflicting stories. Like mm-hmm. Tanya Harding and her husband or boyfriend or whatever, they still, their stories still conflict about what actually right. happened. Yeah. So... Yeah, it, it. At the time when I was a kid, I all I just thought of it was, oh, this one figure skater hit this other figure skater in the back of the knee because she was jealous. Because she was angry. jealous of her, but you don't, you realize like, oh, she didn't even do it. Like, <laughs> um, oh. but uh, yeah, I I think Margot Robbie is like the bee's knees, so I'm super excited to watch her. It, it just it looks like a, a fun 
movie, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, what was that movie? Um, Pain and Gain. Mm-hmm. Where halfway through, there's a part where they're cooking someone's like body parts, and then it just has a hard cut and yeah. says, once reminding you, this is based on true events. Yeah, this yeah. actually happened. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, real life is sometimes crazier than fiction. There's yeah. like a genre of film that's like spit you in the face, kick you in the groin, and I, I feel like that's what this movie yeah. kind of is. They're, they're obviously probably going to be embellishing certain things, but yeah. it's still one of those fun things that you watch and go, well, it's based on mm-hmm. some truth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm So I'm torn basically between Itania and Shape of Water. Maybe I'll go see both. I'll see both. I need to see Shape of Water. I've been waiting for it so long. And do not neglect The Disaster Artist. It's a fantastic (laughs) film. Worth seeing. I got three movies. Uh, And then finally, I got some trailers for everyone to watch. Death Race 4. Okay, so. Death Race 4. We can watch one trailer. Not Death Race 4. We got Death Race 4, Batman Ninja, Batman, Gotham by Gaslight, where I believe he fights... Oh, they're uh, finally, the finally doing that? Ripper, yeah. Um, A Quiet Place or Accident Man. Batman Quiet Ninja. Place. Quiet Place. Uh, Batman Ninja is... I watched them all. Batman Ninja is the best trailer out of okay. all of those. Who wins trailer of the week? Batman Ninja is my I vote. would say B-Ninja, but... Lawrence? Uh, I saw the gif of B-Ninja, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of bored of this fucking animation style. What? what? Animation? This is a brand new animation style. Huh? You've never seen Batman like this, ever. Your statement doesn't make any sense. No, I mean, it has never been done. I don't mean the art, I mean the animation style. Like the drop frame, 3D model, like cell shaded shit. It's just lazy. I'll I'll throw links in the description of, uh, these were basically my five favorite trailers of the week. Once again, Death Race 4, Batman Ninja, Batman Gotham by Gaslight, Quiet Place, and Accident Man. Uh, I'll link them in the description below so you can watch them all, but I believe... Hey, congratulations, Batman Ninja, you're our, uh, our trailer of the week! You did it. I'm not clapping. I bet it's gonna be real boring. It looks, well, yeah, it looks all, boring. They mm-hmm. have pretty boring stuff in it. <laughs> so you see the, mm, you, see, you can see the best parts of it just by watching the trailer. Batman Pray, Batman Kill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's fully, uh, uh, what is it? I guess not dubbed, but it's completely in Japanese. I'm just glad that we've got to a point where we've told literally every Batman story, so now <laughs> we just make up shit so we can make a movie about it. I mean, that's what uh, Gotham by Gaslight is too. Yeah, I know. Are they like? It's. Uh, I mean, they, they, there's a whole series of these, like Red Sun and what you like, Gorilla. I missed the Gorilla the first time. Oh, <laughs> Gorilla Grog. Yeah, it's Gorilla Grog. You'd be a big Flash fan. Oh, I bet. Look <laughs> so yeah, armor. Ninja, Ninja Batman, oh, Space Batman, oh, Underwater Batman, well, Mega I haven't Batman. seen a giant fighting uh, samurai robot since I watched Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> it was too long ago, dog? actually. Uh, oh, you know what we should do? What's up? Uh, I noticed that Gremlins 1 has been on Netflix for a while, and every time I see it, I go, "What? where's New Batch? Give me New Batch! Everyone knows Gremlins 1. Gremlins 2 deserves some love. Right. It's on Amazon Prime now. We should watch Gremlins 2. And, and then, 1, oh. just for fun. And then well, we're going to do that. Good news for you guys. Uh, I actually have, uh, as I'm doing every week, a Christmas oh, yeah, film Christmas recommendation. Movie. But guess what? It lines up with the Bud Watch... Uh, Batman Ninja. Bud, Bud oh. check, checking oh. out, check out Bud Watch. Okay. Check it out, so you guys don't have to hear about it. Well, oh. Lawrence does actually, because he watched it with me. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Snow Buddies. Mm. We're gonna have talk you, about it shortly after this. I'm gonna do a quick ad. Have read. you watched Muppet Christmas Carol yet? I want to remind you guys that this episode of Filmhouse brought to you by Blue Apron. Uh, this is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country that makes incredible and fresh home cooking accessible to everyone. You guys don't need to sit here for this, but you're welcome to. I will. Okay. I have some meals I want to read. You can read them with me. Anyway, so Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. 
They have a rotating menu of high quality recipes. Change every week, so there will always be something delicious to try. We all use it. That, you're still on it, Lawrence? You're still cooking. Of course, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. you're a, you've, Years now. You've been, uh, you're a, you're a chef in the kitchen, and then Elise, you let I'm in the kitchen. No, oh, you let you let James do snacking, eating, <laughs> loving the meals. Me She's your shoe chef. I'm a shoe chef. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Blue Apron, they make it easy to find new ways to cook. Well, I agree. I found new interesting ways to cook other meals, and it's sort of like, as I say before, it's like a cooking class that you can take uh, home, and you know, being better at stuff is always good. So cooking can be really fun, and when the headache of shopping and portioning is removed, dinner doesn't always have to mean uh, date night and all that fun stuff, but it just becomes more fun. It's also really fun to cook with other people. I've been cooking by myself. I yeah. knew where this was week. going. I'm like, he's lonely, he's real lonely. If you guys ever want to hang out and watch me cook, <laughs> I was up till 1 a.m. last night cooking, mm. making lunch. You didn't play my trailer, so. Hopefully this week you'll be enjoying some meals with a loved one, like... <laughs> you got the baked tilapia and creamy kale with fregola sarda pasta. Ah, been there. And what else, James? You got the sheet pan roasted pork with fall vegetables and creamy maple mustard. But that sounds good, but I really Ridiculous. want something else, like... Oh, maybe you could go for some chili butter steaks with lemon parmesan broccoli and potatoes. Well, I'm almost there. Bring us home, Elise. Creamy tomato pasta with mushrooms and collard greens, y'all. You're crazy, if none of those sound good. Uh, Blue Apron prioritizes variety. And there's tons of new recipes each week, so you'll always get something new and fun. Blue Apron is affordable, flexible, pick what you want, when you want it, easy to make, and guaranteed fresh. So, Blue Apron is treating Filmhouse viewers to their first three meals, a $30 value with your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash filmhouse. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash filmhouse. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. And we're back with... We're, like I said, killing two birds, one stone. We're doing the bud watch, watch, check-in, check-in, yeah. watch bud. Also, oh, yeah, birds. It's cold, it in, here. cold in here. This oh, is also my also. holiday pick. You should be watching this week's Snow Buddies. Uh, I don't know if this is a holiday movie. It just takes place in Alaska. No, it is during Christmas. I saw a tree. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. It is. They missed, yeah. or, yeah. well... They might. They try to get home for Christmas. No spoilies yeah. every time, dude. Well, That's, I okay, didn't spoil sorry. it. Quick, quick clarifier. Um, I feel like I haven't been contributing to the Airbud Cinematic Universe watchathon, so I actually watched it this time. Good for you. And we, you were there too. I know. You made me drinks. That's how I got through it. Yeah. That's how uh, we always get through. So it. what's what's going on with the Snow Buddies, guys? Uh, may I? You may. I'll start it off. So, uh, our friends from last week, the buddies, Airbud's yeah. children who can sort of talk. They can uh, talk. Yeah, well, they're only to each other. Um, oh, yeah, that's, that's... You know, this time, Butterball, that little fat piece of shit, he's always getting him into trouble. He's not that fat. And he's really not. And uh, so he went to go, he went into an ice cream truck, and they all followed him into this ice cream truck to try and save him. Mm -hmm. And then they all get locked in a big... A big metal box full of ice cream. And, yeah. and guess where this box of ice cream is being delivered? I'm going to guess Alaska. You got it. Wow. Airdrop yeah, air to dropped. Alaska. Yeah. An ice cream crate. It tumbles down a hill full of rock hard giant tubs of ice cream. Mm -hmm. They go rolling around. The ice cream tubs are flying all over the place. Luckily, none of them got smashed by the ice cream tubs. Or frozen. Or frozen because yeah. they were in a freezer for about three days. There was about Four, maybe five shots in this whole thing where I thought those dogs are dead. Oh, Lawrence, you're here. Yeah. Yeah, Hop here. in. Okay. Get in this. Yeah, you have your ears. Watch it with us, too. Yeah, why didn't you guys dress up like your favorite buddy? Uh, there, Lawrence. Oh, do you have your rose? Yeah. Your buddy yeah. buddy? 
Yeah. You're a chubby buddy? I'm B-Dog. <laughs> He likes I, the bling. Wait, can I be Buddha Buddy? Yeah. Sure. Okay. You got it. Do oh, your. Yeah. Give me an ohm. I'll give, he does the ohm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is just Air Buddies, but whatever. That's well, fine. We haven't seen that one. Oh, come on. Well, this we is have. this is the prequel, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah. This is the prequel to. We did this no, last buddy. week. Yeah. So wait, is Air Buddies football? Air Buddies is a little everything. We're talking about oh. Snow Buddies. Snow Buddies. Which is. Which all the trailers suck. Uh, balls. is it hockey or? No. <laughs> They would lead, lead you to believe that it's about hockey, but no, it's about the hero of the story. It's is about a dog kid sledding. Who wants to make his dogs compete in dog sledding competitions? All he which wants are to horrible. do. Well, I think his dad used to dog sled yeah. or something yeah. like that. <laughs> his dad killed like five dogs in a lake. <laughs> they allude to some, yeah, they allude to some tragedy in which yeah. his dad was robbed of his rightful championship, and though mm. they never say it or convey it in any meaningful way, I guess yeah. the implication is the kid's trying to reclaim his dad's pride. By winning? Yeah, sure. I have no idea. Uh, by yeah, by entering a team full of puppies against like full-grown wolves competing mm, yeah. in mm. uh, bobsledding. What is it called? Dog sledding. I did a dog sledding. Yeah. Well, it's not the idea. It's basically but, the yeah. sequel to Cool Runnings. <laughs> uh, I one thing I did notice while I watching will. this movie was so there are five buddies, and yeah. then their their friend um, Shasta. 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 The the little timber wolf. Oh, he's a, he's like he's a, a husky. husky. Yeah. But anytime there's anything done in this movie, it is done five times yes. at the least. So if anything happens in this movie, Ugh. every single one of the buddies reacts. Yeah. And then if they're like crossing something, they all cross. It, if they go through a hole, they all they five, five times. Well, I'm yeah. kind of mad at you for pointing that out. Actually, well, I'm, Adam. I know it bothered you, yeah. but because I noticed that the movie probably could have been 35 minutes long. Yeah. But okay. there's so much that stretched out, and there's so many reused shots. Or they just do the same thing over and over. Did you guys see uh, where Mudbud saw his reflection in the ice and he got really sad because he didn't have any mud on him clean. and he saw how clean he was and he didn't recognize himself? He doesn't even know who he is anymore. That's Mudbud for you. That's some deep characterization. I want to slap you, but I can't. So, uh, guest Try stars it. in this one, we've got uh, Jim Belushi. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we've got Chris Christopherson. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg is a sassy cat. Whoopi Goldberg <gasps> and Chris Christopherson had about four lines each. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, they do have celebrity guests, but they don't they don't stick around for very long. Let's, let's not. They know. probably get them like just walking down the street. Yeah. They bring up a mic to them. Yeah. They don't even know. Yeah. What's going I was thinking, on. Can we can just call a spade a spade here? Uh, they're not really the, the dogs. Or I'm sorry, the the guests, actors, or whatever. They're not guests. They're not yeah. showing up on someone's talk show. They to, took to promote it. <laughs> no, no I'm just not. saying they took the two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Hey, that Whoa, is on set. No, yeah. that was not that much. Whoa. Wait, is he in Yellow Snow? Not Maybe. a scene that made it into the no. movie. Well, no, these are the bloopers. Oh, it's it's a oh, E8 Yellow Snow. So They're if, fake bloopers. If, if the original Airbud movies had a theme, it would be sort of like growing up and coming to your own and being confident. Yeah. The Air Buddies movies, it seems like it's all about parental neglect. Mostly yeah. being like a shitty dog owner because no one knows well, where anyone's kid is. No also, one knows where anyone's dog is. The dogs, uh, Air Bud and what's his mom and the Molly, mom, Molly, Molly, Molly Shannon, Molly Shannon. Yeah, Molly played Molly Shannon. They also neglect their kids. Yeah, everyone does because they're just they just let the dogs go play outside wherever they want, and then they get trapped in an ice cream yeah. truck and they're like, oh, how do we fix it? I gotta be honest, Air Buddies was really goofy. This one was a little too serious for my taste. I'm excited for Space Buddies when they go to space. Yeah. I think oh. it'll be a bit more lighthearted. I'm looking forward okay. to that. I mean, this one shows dogs actually getting whipped, almost dying. 
Yeah. It, oh, yeah. There was, the, what was the part two? Remember when they're sliding across the ice? Yeah, so for some reason they have to cross a very precipitously thin amount of ice over water to reach the finish line of the great race. Yeah. And uh, what was his name? Francois? Yeah, yeah Francois. Francois the, the murderous the villainous Frenchman. Quebecois yeah, the Frenchman. Frenchman. He, uh, he, the ice breaks. His team falls into freezing water, and he's like, well, I can't win. And he walks away. Peace out. Yeah. To prove how, how terrible he is. There's just dogs drowning. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they look like they're in trouble. Yeah, they looked very scared. Yeah. Well, no, I was saying there's the other part, too, where the puppies are just sliding across the ice. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> there was some poor grip. Stage yeah. hands. Oh, just, <laughs> just chucking puppies. <laughs> Pulling one ball. Another. Just tied them up, then got the form down. Yeah. So, But next week, we're in for a treat, because I'm sure, once again... Uh, what's his name? Chubby Bubby? What's his the the the, the chubby puppy? Butterball. He's, he's Butterball. always the one. Butterball. That, yeah. gonna, <laughs> Butterball. You put a weird name in my head. And I sorry. Think the Butterball right wants one. to eat astronaut ice cream or something, and uh, so he he goes onto a rocket ship. He thinks the moon is made of cheese. And oh, he wants to that's eat the moon. also true. Mm. And they shoot to the moon where they meet a uh, Spud Spudnik. Uh, wait. Really? Are you it's guessing or telling? Uh, no, no, I, I, I've, 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 okay. yeah, I've looked a little. We bit. have also, uh, I believe, I've alluded this to this before, but we have found that. Airbud Entertainment is now a thing, and we got a taste. The universe of, goes into some weird directions. Well, we got a taste of Pup Star, yeah. which is uh, that's I'm a, really excited that's a for long that way one. Off. It's a well, science no. fiction, basically. Basically. Well, so speaking of that, no, I mean that is that is leaps ahead. But in this movie, I feel like there were still significant twists of canon. The mm-hmm. sheriff has uh, assumed deceased because yes. he has now been yeah, immortalized. Yeah, his in pictures. For, well, the actor died. Oh. <laughs> He but re- replaced by a new gentleman who I feel like swung for the fences. That's did a great true. job. Yeah, Only two jobs. scenes, really, but but aced them both. Uh, highlighted it took him film. about 45 seconds to get up a ladder. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, mir- miraculous uh, bit of body comedy there. He was all tied up in that what rope ladder. This? He was upside down screaming at some kids. Oh, no. What the oh, hell? Oh, it's, it's like uh, Crips. Yeah, but it's, but it's, I don't digs. Know. it's for dogs. Is this from Pupstar? This is Rosebud Buddy's Rosebud Special. Oh, this special. is a Rosebud Special. Look, any of these kids are going to end up with a drug addiction problem later in their lives as they try it's to... It's definitely Rosebud. Yeah. But the dogs aren't going to be any better off. Uh, anyway, thank you guys of for um, doing the watch party. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a special place in hell for us now. Yeah. I did fall asleep a couple times. You did. You were, yeah, your energy levels were shockingly low. No. I almost fell asleep. I think I fell asleep about eight times yesterday during the day. This one was dark. It was a little dark, yeah. but yeah. I do recommend it as a good holiday film. Hmm? Yeah, I do recommend it as a uh, as an Air Buddies film. It is it during is. Christmas for no discernible reason, other yeah. than snow. But anyway, yeah, snow and there are oh, lights. Nice. So uh, thank How you. How did it bounce off his head and then go into the goal? Thank you once again, it's everyone, for you for being here and uh, yeah. enduring the pain that thank is you. the Air Buds. Thanks franchise. for having us. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you, listeners and watchers. Please stop touching. Yeah, touch me. him more. He That's, likes it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Stay cool, everybody. <laughs> Like, like cool runnings. We'll see you next week.